From COK Studios and Scott Simon Slay, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. On today's show, we'll consider a recap of all the top stories from 2015 with members of the COK team. We'll also consider some of the best books for the holiday season with our book expert, Lynn Ruffle. And we'll consider whether mistletoe is a plant or a foot condition. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Fantasy Fiend, the new website for daily fantasy sports fans to lose tons of money as fast as humanly possible. Fantasy Fiend, draft your team, then lose your ass. And I can't believe it's not myrrh, the finest imitation myrrh you can buy. Pick some up for a special manger baby in your life. I can't believe it's not myrrh. Two out of three wise men can't tell the difference. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. The race for the White House. Climate change, gun violence, same-sex marriage, the return of Star Wars. 2015 has been a rich news year with both highs and lows. With this being our final episode of 2015, we have brought in some of our regular correspondents and contributors to discuss the stories that they covered this year and the news items that will stick with them as we head into 2016. Joining us in the studio are Consider Your Health's Alex Truman, LGBT reporter Trevin Motley, and entertainment reporter Fritz Hicks. Good to see you all. Greetings. Hello there. Hi, Cordell. Let's start with Alex. What would you say is the biggest story of 2015 from your perspective as a health reporter? Well, Cordell, I covered a wide variety of stories this year, including investigating the merits of medical marijuana, the dangers of measles, and the truth behind what goes on at Planned Parenthood. While all of those were important in their own way, I would say the biggest story, in my opinion, was the candidacy of Donald Trump. Really? From a health perspective? Oh, yes. Specifically from a mental health perspective. I worry about Mr. Trump's mental health, as well as the mental health of people who say they think he would be a good president. Well, that actually makes sense. I know. Trevin, what about you? What was your top story of 2015? I'm going to have to say Trump, too. What? But same-sex marriage became legal in May. And what about the victories for the transgender community and the acceptance of people like Caitlyn Jenner? You make a good point, Cordell, but it's hard to see how any of these were as big a deal as Trump this year. I mean, you can't avoid him. He's like a car wreck in your front yard. Sure, it's a mess and you're angry about it, but you just can't look away. But don't you think saying that might alienate you from the LGBT community? No, we're all strangely fascinated by Trump. Fritz, what were the big stories for you this year in entertainment? Yes, yes. I would have to say that there were many very interesting and pivotal moments this year in entertainment, from shows like Daredevil and Transparent to the long-awaited premiere of Star Wars The Force Awakens last week. I'm so glad you didn't say anything about Donald Trump. But I'm going to have to agree with my colleagues and say that the biggest entertainment story of 2015 was Donald Trump. With all of his TV appearances and the nonstop coverage of his seemingly unending stream of ridiculous things, Trump was as entertaining as anything. Oh, Fritz! I'm sorry, Cordell. I don't think any of us are happy about this. But Trump was big this year. Bigger than, dare I say it... Star Wars. <gasps> I'm not even sure I know who you are anymore. 
That's why I'm so worried about everyone's mental health, including my own. The Trump phenomenon is like anti-vaccinators. We know they're wrong, and there's nothing to support their idiotic ideas. But for some reason, they just won't go away. I suppose. Honestly, 2015 was a landmark year for gay rights, but, but Trump just drowned out all of our progress with his orange skin and weird hair. He's like a giant, hideous drag queen that ends up dominating an entire season of RuPaul's Drag Race. You hate him so much that you kind of start to like him. Yes, yes. I'm hoping that now that Star Wars has finally come out this week, we won't hear so much about Trump for at least a weekend. I'm not counting on it, though. I really thought that being a public radio news program that we would be above all this Trump nonsense, but I guess not. I hope that in the new year we can try to refocus on news that's actually important. That was Alex Truman, Trevin Motley, and Fritz Hicks. Happy holidays to you all. Happy, Happy holidays. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to Book Look with Lynn Ruffle. Today, Lynn joins us with some of her favorite books for the holiday season. Glad to have you back, Lynn. Nice to be back, Connor. So what books are you going to share with us today? Well, I have a couple of books that I'm recommending as good Christmas presents this year, and then a couple of old holiday favorites that I've loved since I was a girl. Sounds great. There's a ton of great books out there. So if you want more of my picks, visit rufflebookworks.com. So what's your first book? Well, this first one is a great gift for anyone who likes reading in 1950s Barcelona. The Whispering City, Barcelona 1952, is a hunt to discover who killed socialite Mariona Sobreroca, set against the backdrop of rigid fascist Spain. I was drawn in by the vivid textures of this book and the charming, albeit unpronounceable, Catalan names of the characters. Conchayeta, Comamamala, Uluger Punes... Paco Hummingbird Feeder and Shabadu Bunun are just a few of the colorful figures you'll meet in this very fun read. Sounds like a good one. Oh, it is. And if you like this one, there's another Barcelona 1952 novel coming sometime in the next year or two. Cool. My next pick is for anyone who likes Game of Thrones or fantasy books. It's called Joan of Arc, A History. It's a gripping story of a teenage girl who goes off to fight in medieval battles and eventually becomes a great leader. I was absolutely riveted by the story of Joan. The only thing missing were some dragons or a wizard. Well, you know Joan of Arc was a real person, right? That, that book's a biography. Really? No, that can't be. Yeah, true story. Wow. That makes it so much better. Still could have used some dragons, though. Fair enough. What else do you have for us? Well, I want to recommend a book that I've loved since I was a little girl. It's a holiday classic that I'm sure you know well. North Pole Railroad. It's the story of a girl who gets to go on a magical train journey to visit Santa Claus at the North Pole. I've actually never heard of that book. Really? I'm surprised. It was very popular in its day. Well, it actually sounds an awful lot like The Polar Express by Chris Van Allsburg. Well, that's just because Chris Van Allsburg stole the idea from Mabel Bumley, who wrote North Pole Railroad. It's such a shame because even though Van Allsburg's book has far prettier illustrations and a much better title, Mabel Bumley came up with the idea first. I urge you to check out North Pole Railroad because it's a true Christmas classic. Okay.
My final Christmas book pick today is one that you might not even know about yet. It's a stunning retelling of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Scrooge and Marley, Ghost Catchers. Lynn, is this a real book or just something you wrote? Uh Uh-huh. Something dark and disturbing is haunting the people of London at Christmas time, and only two men have the supernatural know-how to save the city, Ebenezer Scrooge and Jacob Marley. Aided by inventor slash sidekick slash bodyguard Tiny Tim, they must follow the clues through the dark dystopia of London's haunted workhouses to rid the city of the evil Christmas spirits before it's too late. Now, I gotta say, that actually sounds pretty good. I didn't even tell you about Tiny Tim's robot spider body or Jacob Marley's bronzed washboard abs. Bah, humbug. To read the first six chapters of Scrooge and Marley, Ghost Catchers, go to my website, rufflebooksworks.com. I assume you're looking for a publisher? Indeed I am, but it shouldn't take too long. This book has it all. Ghosts, Christmas, steampunk technology, sexy misers, and shirtless redemption. Well, good luck, Lynn, and have a happy holiday. You too, Connor. That was Book Look with Lynn Ruffle. That's all for Consider Our Knowledge's final episode of 2015. If you want more from the best-looking news team, go to our website, considerourknowledge.com, for more news and stories. We'll be back with more episodes after the first of the year. You can download the podcast at iTunes and at Stitcher Radio at Stitcher.com. You can like us on Facebook and follow us for breaking news on Twitter at Consider Our Know. The best-looking news team in public radio includes Marianne Wetzel, Natalie Thorpe, Jeremiah Knight, Emily Clausen, Hobart Willis, Spencer Cannon, and Libby Mitchell. Our intern is Ryan Shattuck. Have a safe and happy holiday, and we'll see you after the new year. I'm Connor Bentley. That was Alex Truman, Trevin Motley, and Frick's Hits. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Frick's Hits. <laughs>